Hey yo, this is LJ. And this is Jay Hen. And right now, you're listening to On Wax the Podcast. And if you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes and you have to leave us a five-star review. You can also like us on Facebook and follow the podcast on SoundCloud and Stitcher. But if you don't, then we're going to have to put your ass on wax. Wax, wax, wax. And again, keep in mind that me and LJ are like 12. One, either you made it, or two, you're fucked. I'm not doing it on Sunday. I'm sorry. I'm going to exaggerate the fuck out of this. So we had one coach who had a permanent heart on all the time. <laughs> yeah, this shit's kind of annoying, though, but yeah. I'm buying your ass a thong. <laughs> yeah. Who would win right now? You or 55-year-old Jackie Chan? I'm about to throw the fuck up. He wants that little dick. Say it's the biggest fight of the year they may be the best team in the nba fun facts for you about dating i think different women like different things not told anybody about this story in my life on wax Jay Hen. Episode 36. What up, LB? Yo, I said, what up, LB? Oh, okay, my bad. 36. Who's 36? Who's 36? Who's 36? Uh, Jerome Bettis. That's the only one I know. Um, The bus. Yo, LJ, who you got for number 36? Nah, LJ couldn't make it today, but that's okay. You know, somebody had to be a leader. Somebody had to take initiative. Somebody had to drive the bus. Somebody had to be the the man. And and I, and I don't have a problem being the man. So, you know, it is what it is. He was not able to record today, but that's okay. Your boy's in the motherfucking driver's seat. Everything is going to be okay. A-okay, I motherfucking promise you that. Like I said, I'm here. We're going to drop a quick episode today. I don't want to waste too much of your time this morning or this afternoon or whenever the fuck you're listening to this. Hopefully, it's helping you out. But uh, first thing first, I want to give a quick shout out. What up, San Antonio, Texas? What up, Austin, Texas? What's up, Houston, Texas? What's up, Smithville, Texas? Bastrop, Texas? And all the surrounding areas. What's up, Washington, D.C.? And yeah, we have listeners in Washington, D.C. And all around the world. Hello, thank you for listening to On Wax the Podcast. Me and LJ, although he's not here, trust me when I say this. We appreciate when you guys listen, man. Again, you already know the drill. Follow us on Instagram. Like the page on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, listen on SoundCloud, five-star reviews, leave us a review, you know, comment, share, like, whatever the case is, you know, support us to the best of your motherfucking ability. So we have a good episode for you. 
I promise. I just got off the flight. Just got off the flight to Vegas. Actually, you know, it's been about 24 hours, but I can't wait to, you know, tell you about the experience that I had. It's always fun, always funny. You know, I have a couple cool stories for you to share. Plus, we're going to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday, you know, some of the performances, some of the commercials, things like that, and uh, really kind of just jump right in. So hold on real quick. I'm going to pull up something real quick. Okay, so yeah, so this is what happened. What had happened was, so we're going to talk about the build up to the to the actual trip, and then we're going to you know talk about the trip and how that all went down. I swear to God, I got some funny things that I think everybody's going to laugh about. Everybody's going to get you know some type of laughter in my expense. It's all good. So, anyways, so my friend, Mister CC, Mister Castro, hits me up and was like, "Hey, man." I don't know if you'd be interested, but we're going to, this is a couple months back. We're going to go to Vegas on Super Bowl weekend, man. Have you ever been? I was like, nah. He's like, man, we normally go to Vegas on Super Bowl weekend. You know, the bets, you know, watch the game. It's so fun. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, let's look into some prices. We, well, first things first, I pull up Frontier Airlines and I couldn't believe it. Same thing. Remember I told you guys uh, with the, the DC trip, nonstop flight. Round trip, less than $100. Same thing happened when booking to Vegas. We found a flight, $77. $77 nonstop, non-stop from San Antonio to Las Vegas, from Las Vegas back to San Antonio for $77. Now, keep in mind, I can't even drive to Dallas, no, I can't even drive to Houston and back in my truck for $77. Austin, it's questionable. Houston, Dallas, no way, Jose. So, of course, right off the bat, I'm like, damn, that's dope. So, he's like, hey, man, the flight is from Saturday night at 10 p.m. and we get back, you know, Monday, Monday afternoon. I was like, all right, cool. Sounds good. Let's go ahead and, you know, start thinking about how we're going to book or let's do this and that and the other. So we're, we're going online and we're kind of trying to book this flight. And he's like, hey, man, fuck, let's not let's not get seats, man. We don't need to buy seats because with Frontier, um, you need to actually buy your seat. And I think every seat is like $13 there, $13 back. I'm like, you sure? I was like, it would be tight to sit next to each other. He's like, ah, nah, yeah, that's $26 that we could save, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, cool, fuck it. You know, so we don't buy seats sitting next to each other. That's that's something I've never done before, but fuck it. It 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 is what it is. $26 savings. All right, cool. Again, keep in mind, we didn't buy a bag either. So like a check-in bag, a a carry-on or an actual bag cuz that was $25 there, $25 back. So that's $50 savings. So now you're at like I don't know about $77 savings right at the bat. So a $77 flight plus $77 is like 160 or 77 so you see how 160 is still good don't get it twisted but 77 sounds a lot better all right cool so like that's that like we okay so we're not gonna sit next to each other and we're not gonna get a bag so what are we gonna do about you know the stuff i bought one of those like gym bags you know those little gym bags with like the little draw the drawstring that you kind of like wear put your shoes in your ball in whatever the case is i bought one of those for eight dollars so I had one of those, and like you can go search on YouTube on how to like 
fit as much crap into a, a suitcase or a bag as possible. So I'm over here rolling up jeans, making them real small, folding these shirts in, in, in ways that I didn't even know you can fold a shirt to make it small. I ended up fitting a pair of shoes in there, a couple outfits in there, of course, the toothbrush, the cologne, the the deodorant, uh, whatever else I had. Like, I fit a ton of shit. You would be proud of me because I was proud of me how much stuff I fit in that athletic bag to go. So that was that. Like, no big deal. No seats, no bag, no problem. Cool beans. So before the trip, about two to three weeks prior to the trip, my boy Castro hits me up. I was like, hey, man, I got great news. I'm like, what's up? He's like, Ortiz booked this last-minute flight, man. He's coming with us. I'm like, dope. Okay, let's go. Let's go. And I was like, where is he staying at? He's like, well, um, if you don't mind, I told him he can stay with us. And I'm like, cool. You know, Castro and Ortiz are better friends than me and Ortiz. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know, that's your boy. You know, we'll make it work. You know, um, if if, if we have to put like a pallet on the the ground form or maybe they have like one of those like pull out mattresses or if y'all want to sleep you know on opposite side opposite sides of the bed cool like i'm not really worried about it. I'm, I'm i'm pretty easy going we'll make it work type guy right so i'm like all right cool like no big deal right so that was that that was that so we all had different flights uh then we had different flights in ortiz so ortiz was just gonna meet us over there cool beans no big deal so we get to the airport right and I think I told you this prior, but like, I get like the butter the butterflies soon as I like as soon as we get off the 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 car, whatever the the shuttle, whatever the fuck case is, and we start going like to get our boarding passes and start getting like going through security because that that's when it gets real for me. And we've talked about this prior, like that's when you know you know like all right. It's real. We're about to go. Let's go. Like, it's not like takeoff and when the plane starts going up or, or, or the day of, right, when I wake up. I'm cool through all that. It's right when I start going through security. I'm like, all right. You know, it, it is what it is. So we ended up, uh, we didn't know how the airport was going to be on a Saturday night because we, ended, again, our flight was at, I think, 8.50 or 8.10. So we didn't know, you know, if, if it was going to be busy, if it wasn't going to be busy, you know, Super Bowl weekend, you know. So we ended up getting there around 6. We literally, literally, we must have been through security by like 6.30. It was the quickest ever. Like, And like there was like three people ahead of us. It was quick. That happened, no big deal. We're we're sitting. We actually go to Steak and Shake. It was my first time at Steak and Shake. Shout out to Steak and Shake. It was it was okay. It wasn't it wasn't all that, but it it was pretty good. So we're sitting there, and he's like, "Hey, man, I forgot to tell you." And I'm like, "Well, what's good?" He's like, "Man, um, Hernandez, you know, his uncle can't come." And I was like, "Ah, oh, man," because Hernandez was supposed to stay with his uncle. And I was like, "Ah, oh, man, no way." He's like, "Yeah, man, last minute he had to pull out. You know, something happened." And I was like, "Damn, that sucks, man." He's like, so I told him and him and uh, him and Munoz they can stay with us. And so like, uh, I'm thinking the same thing you're thinking. Trust me, I'm thinking the same thing you're thinking. I'm like, hold on. So that's me, you, Ortiz, Hernandez, and Munoz, two queen beds. He's like, yeah, yeah, we've did it before. You know, like one of us can sleep on one side of the bed, the other can sleep on one side of the bed. You know, same, same, vice versa. You know, blah, blah, blah. We can get one of those, you know, inflatable mattresses or whatever. We'll make it work, man. Those portable mattresses. I guess you know the hotels they could do like some type of portable bed or some shit for forty dollars extra a night. He's like, no big deal, man. We'll make it work again. Like I just said, 
for the most part, easy going. We'll make it work. I don't give a fuck. Like, listen, I really don't give a fuck. So, like, no big deal, right? Five dudes, two beds. We'll make it work. No big deal, right? So, like, we get on the flight. No big deal. We, we sit, I don't know, like, four or five rows from each other. So, like, again, no talking on the flight because I, I, that's just, you know, whatever. So, like, we're not talking on the flight. And he's, he's like, you going to drink on the flight? And I'm like, yeah, I'll probably drink. If you drink, I'll drink. He's like, I would suggest, you know, getting two or three drinks like an hour before we get there. And I'm like, all right, cool. Good idea. So like, because listen, I can't, I don't know about you guys, but like, I cannot sleep on the flight at all. Never. Whether I go to DC, whether I go to Miami, whether I go to LA, whether I go, it doesn't matter how long the the duration of the flight is I cannot sleep on the flight and sometimes if I do sleep on the flight if I'm lucky enough to sleep on the flight it is cat nap so I'm talking five ten minutes here and there like no but but apparently motherfuckers can sleep on the flight because I got I'm sitting next to a guy and not next to me he's directly behind me <laughs> Dude, so I put my headphones on. I'm just blasting that shit. All of the lights, turn on the lights in him, baby. Extra bright, I want you to see. I'm like, holy shit, dude. And then, I swear to God, that maybe five minutes later. Baby crying and shit. I'm like, God damn it. And then out of nowhere, I personally hear this. She just woke up, okay? Damn. And I'm like, holy shit, what was that about? And again, that was about five five rows in front of me. So I'm like, oh shit, that's right where Castro's at. So I'm like looking like, damn, like what's popping off over there and shit, right? And so like he tells me as soon as we get off the flight, dude, did you hear that guy? And I'm like, dude, fuck yeah, what was that about? He's like, the guy sitting next to me said this loud. I said, he said what? Who brings a baby to Vegas? Damn, man. Shut that baby up and shh, shh, shh. And I was like, no way. And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, so I guess he was talking, you know, to that guy or whatever. I was like, damn. And he was like, that fucking baby was crying. But then you got to, you know, start feeling bad for the baby because you don't really know why the baby woke up. But God damn it, I'm a fucking baby when it comes to like my ears popping and shit. I try to like prevent that shit from like chewing gum. Like it just nothing works. Like I'm a fucking baby on a flight because my ears pop like shit so like i felt bad for the baby or whatever and the parents like because i mean we don't know like we we can't guarantee that they they were just gonna ball out in vegas maybe they have family in vegas you know maybe they had something unfortunate in vegas where they had to take a baby and who knows and who gives a fuck so like i felt bad for the family felt bad for the baby hopefully the baby was okay no big deal but like so we land on the flight right so we get off the flight and you already know what my tradition is. You're, you're fans of, your fans, your listeners, like, you've heard the story before. I think I've told the same story twice already. What the fuck I do right when I get off that motherfucking flight? 
I put a hundred on motherfucking red, right? Wrong. I put a hundred on black twice and I'm over two. So what do you got to do? We got to switch up. You can't lose $100 as soon as I get there. Nah, 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 nah. So we all meet up with all five of the guys. No big deal. So we're walking to the casino. Time to check into the room. And I'm like, guys, I got to make a pit stop at this table right quick. And Castro already knows what it is. He has this big smile on his face. He's like, no, you won't. And I'm like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, I will. So I put a hundred on red. It hits red. And I'm like, oh yeah, motherfuckers. And then they're all hyped up and they're like, let that shit ride. Let that shit ride. I'm like, say you swear I won't. And they're like, you won't. You won't. I'm like, double my stack. I'm like, let it spin. And they're all like, yeah. I grab those chips. I scoot them motherfuckers over to the, to the right. Now my money's on red. I'm sorry, now my money's on black. It hits black. And I'm like, who's the fucking man? I'm the fucking man. I'm in. I cut a fucking WWE promo. I'm the fucking man. Do you understand me? I come to make fucking money. This is fucking Vegas. I'm on a goddamn man's trip, damn it. We're all hyped up, right? Go to the cashier. Have two extra hundred dollars in my pocket. No big deal, because I'm like a boss. Stag nuts like a boss. Go shots like a boss. Like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a boss. Who knows that song? Who sings it? Five, four, three, two, one. Slim thugger, motherfucker. So, like, that was dope, right? Like, hey, bro. We were men out there. We were just fucking men. Men amongst men. We'd get to that craps table five deep. But I was the youngest in the crew, right? So around 5 a.m., man, I'm tired. Because 5 a.m., do the math, in Texas at 7, right? And I'm just dragging. And I'm like, dude. I told them boys, I was like, man, I'm not going to be able to make it, man. I was like, I got I to gotta call it a night. And they're like, what, bro? It's our first night here. And I'm like, man, I got to call it a night, man. I was like, it's just, nah, man, I'm tired. So I go up to the room. And I, I don't give a, like, there's no debate. Like, I was one of the first two motherfuckers that was supposed to stay in the room. I'm getting my, I'm getting my, you know, my side of the bed for sure. I'm not going to sleep on the ground. I'm not doing no pallet. We ended up not doing the the portable bed thing because that was $40 extra per night. So we didn't want to do it that, that shit. So we decided we was just going to make it work. I get my side of the bed, right? So what I do is... I lay on my left side, so I want you to do the math with me. I'm laying on my left side, right? And I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping by myself. It's peaceful. It's quiet. It's dark. It's cold. I'm, I'm in a good mood. I'm sleeping. And around 6.30, Castro and Ortiz, no, sorry, Castro and Munoz come back to the room. And I hear him wake up or whatever. So I want to go lift my head up, and I'm like, ah, I have this bad crick in my neck. And I'm like, shit, ah, I slept on my neck wrong or something. And I'm kind of like doing this whole thing, like trying to straighten it out. I'm like, God damn it. So like, I don't even, 
like, I don't even second guess it initially. It's just funny as shit right off the bat. I, I turn to the other side. Like, it makes sense. You know, you're sleeping on your left side of the bed. You're sleeping on your left side. You have pain in your right side. What do you do? You sleep on your right side. You sleep on your right side to get the pain out, right? So that I sleep on my right side. But then I then I feel so gray minus the R. Because now I'm like... And again, keep in mind, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but still trying to make this a little bit funny. I'm like damn near spooning them and shit. So now I'm sleeping like, and everybody knows that if you're going to share a bed with the dude, y'all sleep opposite. Y'all face opposite directions, god damn it. But motherfucker, my neck was hurting. So I had no choice but to sleep on my motherfucking right side. So fuck you, motherfucker. My neck had to feel better. So like no one noticed. No one said anything. But I did. I, I noticed it. So I like I made sure my ass was way off to the side. Like my ass was hanging off the bed just to make sure there was fucking three or four feet separation between me and him. Because like again, not every day do I sleep with another dude. So I wanted to make sure he felt comfortable. I definitely wanted to make sure I felt comfortable. And uh, we all made it work though. Like I said, um. We we all laughed afterwards in the morning. I was like, bro, I was like, I'm sorry, bro. I was like, I don't even know if you noticed, but I had to turn around, bro. My neck was hurting. And they all kind of laughed it off or whatever. It was no big deal. So we wake up Sunday morning. Man, in Vegas, it's always a, just a tough decision, man. What to eat? Like we have, we ended up going to a buffet, man. I don't know if y'all if y'all if y'all seen the picture, man. But I just got, I swear to God, like I must have got like twelve to twenty slices of bacon at that buffet, man. And, and like everything else, like I, I'm not a big fan of the buffets. I, I know I'm probably by myself on this, and I know a lot of people would disagree and say, "Oh, we just put whatever." I went to a couple of buffets in Las Vegas, and. And I've never been like swept off my. I mean, there's good things, right? Like there's, you know, but for the most part, like it's not, I don't know. Like I would personally rather go to a restaurant and order a plate of something than have a buffet of something. So that's just me. So we go to this buffet and I'm, I, I, I get full off like 20 slices of bacon. I kind of nit, nitpick everything else, kind of, you know, take a bite here, take a bite there, you know, this, that, and that. I waste a lot of that shit and just really ate that bacon. Had some pancakes, but again, pancakes at a buffet and eh. had some waffles waffles at a buffet eh. okay had some like sausage of course that's a pretty good had some ham okay that's kind of good there's like these uh you know just random shit that's at a buffet and just you know i didn't fuck with no fruit i just went anything that you could pour syrup on i had that motherfucker on my plate basically bacon syrup on that bitch uh, sausage fuck it syrup on that bitch pancakes waffles syrup on that shit like syrup all day i'm, I'm mr syrup so i'm i'm miss i'm mr buttersworth god damn it so we uh i went crazy on some motherfucking syrup so we ate that we we were charged up and like the, the so this was the first time in vegas that like there was just a fucking man trip bro just a fucking man trip. We didn't go to no clubs. We didn't go to no bars. Matter of fact, we only left Mandalay Bay one time. One time the entire trip. We went to Mandalay Bay, and there were only $15 tables right when we got there. So we thought that if we went to you know a lower-end casino on the strip, a Harrah's, a, a Flamingo, the Link, something like that, they would have $10 tables. We walked from Mandalay Bay to those hotels. 
So I'm telling them right off the bat, like, hey, man, we probably want to get, like, an Uber or something to go over there. Like, nah, it's okay, blah, blah, blah. Let's, it's not that far. And listen, man, me and LJ, LJ listening right motherfucking now. He knows. We walked from Harris to Mandalay Bay to watch the Mayweather-McGregor fight in August. And it was fresh on my motherfucking mind. That shit is far. I remember that shit. No, no, no. And again, I get it. It's the first night. They want to walk the strip. Blah, 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 blah. Cool. We walked. It was further than fuck. So long story short, uh, Harrah's, Flamingo, The Link, all the motherfuckers, $15 tables. Saturday night before the Super Bowl, we we're paying $15 to play. So we ended up getting two Ubers back to Mandalay Bay. Again, it was crazy. So that was the only time that we met left Mandalay Bay. We, we from like, from when we got touchdown and got there, it was like 10, 30, 11. We must have, you know, walked uh, to get there and back. We must have got back to Mandalay Bay Saturday night, like at 1 a.m. And literally, we stayed at Mandalay Bay. We ate at that buffet at Mandalay Bay. We ate at Johnny Rockets at Mandalay Bay. We ate at this Italian restaurant at Mandalay Bay. Like, so so as soon as we got there from Saturday, we left a little bit just to see the other table prices. We found out that they're going to be the same. All the way, I mean, I've never had that happen. All the way until Monday when we were checking out, we never left that casino. Think about that. That is insane. All day Sunday, we never even stepped foot outside. All day Monday, we left the hotel like at 2 p.m. on Monday, but like that's the first time we went outside. Like literally, we were just in that one hotel. We didn't see daylight for over 24 hours. It was insane. So like we we get to um so so Saturday this is a funny story too, so Saturday when I go to bed, um again um Munoz and, and Castro they go they go in there at six thirty I wake up around nine thirty, and there's still no Ortiz or Hernandez and I'm like where the fuck are these guys at, and I'm like hmm weird, I go walk out them motherfuckers is still at the craps table I'm not kidding. That's 11 a.m. San Antonio time. That is 10 a.m. Washington, D.C. time. What in the fuck? So, like, they, they were ready for bed. Like, nah, man, I think we're finally going to call it a night. And I'm wide awake. I, first things first. I can't sleep at the fucking hotel either. All right, maybe I'm just fucking weird. Maybe if it's not my own bed, I can't go to sleep. Because, like... Nah, it's either too cold, or you're just not comfortable, or you're just, like, anticipating the next morning, or whatever the case is. I cannot sleep at a hotel room. Can't sleep on the flight. Uh Uh-uh. So, like, literally, I go to bed around 5, and I'm up, like, and I force myself to, like, go to sleep until, like, 9, So, by the time I take a shower, brush my teeth, blah, 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 9.30, they're still at the tables. So, they just go to bed. So, I know they're going to be out of commission for the next four hours or so. You know, I have Castro and Munoz that may or may not wake up. I'm not even too sure. But I'm like, hmm, how the fuck, what the fuck am I finna do? I'm not finna just sit in a dark-ass room and be on my phone when I'm in Vegas. So I go downstairs. I start, you know, playing craps a little bit, playing roulette a little bit, you know, win some, lose some, nothing crazy. And then it hits me. I see a sign. There's a poker tournament. $65 entry. Keep in mind, guys, if y'all listen to the other podcast, me and LJ said that we've always wanted to play poker, but we just didn't have enough nuts to do so. We just didn't have enough balls to do so. I'm like, fuck it. Fuck it. Everybody's sleeping. I'm awake. Let's do it. It's a $65 entry. 
And so the way it works is there's four or five tables. I didn't count exactly. Four or five tables of 10 people each. So let's just say it's 40 people. It's a tournament style. So like every, you know, people go all in, they lose, you know, they're out. But the, the trick was is if you lose within the first hour of the tournament, you can rebuy back in. And so like no bullshit. I was telling LJ the story. I called him right after the tournament was over and I was just so hyped up. I was hyped for no reason, but I was still hyped up. I literally, LJ's listening right now. I literally called him because I was so hyped up. So I I, I, I get, the th- I get the $65 tournament fee or whatever, right? I'm in there. I'm respecting these motherfuckers' game too goddamn much. I'm playing real hesitant. I'm folding. Um, I, I raise, and then they re-raise, so I fold. Anybody that plays poker knows what I'm talking about. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, slowly but surely my my chips are going down and i swear to god and then it hits me then it hits me right in the face <laughs> fuck this i have like 13 years of texas hold'em experience i've played against the best and the worst poker players in the world online like you can say whatever the fuck you want to some of the best poker players play online to get better you know whatever some of the worst players do too. I understand that. But like I've played fucking like uh, Poker Stars or whatever the fuck those apps are called forever. I've literally always – I love poker. Fun fact about John Henderson. I love Texas Hold'em. Play it all the fucking time. And then I'm like, fuck this, man. I, I'm as good as all these guys. So like I start raising, re-raising, call, call. I mean literally my chips start stacking up where these two old guys were sitting next to each other. And this guy raised it 3,600. No, he raised it 18, and I re-raised it 3,600. And he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him. And I swear to God, I had a straight fucking face. I had my hat on. My head was low. I'm mugging him. He's looking at me like he's trying to read me, and I'm just looking at him like, bitch, call me if you want to, but there's consequences if you do. And he's looking at me, and he's like, I fold. Then he looks at me. He's like, you, what'd you have? What'd you have? Come on, tell me. And I just toss my fucking cards in the pile and... Looked at him, I swear to God, looked at him and said, you have to pay it, you have to pay to find out. And he was like, he kind of shook his head like, all right, motherfucker, I respect your game. So long story short, if there's four or five tables, again, I can't remember, 40 to 50 people, I get down to the last two tables. I mean, I don't think anybody knows how impressive that is. I get down to the last two tables. So like, again, as people start to air out of each table, they kind of get moved, blah, 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 blah. So I'm down to the last two tables. Like, I'm looking at, like, 16 people left. And the winner gets, like, you know, $800 or something. I forget exactly what the winner gets, but he gets a large chunk. Second place gets something. Third place gets something. I'm looking at, like, man, I, this is really doable right now. And, again, anybody that knows poker, I had I was getting kind of low on chips, and I had a pocket force. And so, like, this lady called me all in. I go all in. It's just me and her. I ended up winning. Boom. So I, I get a good amount of chips. I get a good en- enough amount of chips where I, I can live for a little bit if I want to. The next hand is my favorite hand in poker. It's I call it the dog. I call my hand. My favorite hand's the dog. It's the canine. The king and the nine. I don't know why. It's my favorite hand in poker. Of course, pocket aces, you know, king ace should probably be somebody's. I get it. My hand is the king nine. It's the dog. It's the canine. I, I, I fuck with it. The absolute next hand, I get the canine. I raise such and such re-raises. We, we're, in a, we're in a fucking battle war before the flop comes. 
I go all in. He calls me, or vice versa. He goes all in, I call him. The flop comes out. Six, six, king. I'm liking my chances. I got a pair of kings on the board, plus two sixes. I'm feeling good. No, I take that back. We, we weren't all in at that time. The six, six, and the king pops. And he raises. And I raise. Long story short, that's when the bidding war came out. We end up going all in. They're like, all right, gentlemen, flip your cards. I show him the dog, right? He doesn't have a king. He doesn't have a six. That means I have a higher percentage of winning. He has a fucking five, four. And I'm looking like, all right, I got this, I got this bet easy. Fucking two pops on the turn. So now he has a two, five, or no, I'm sorry. He has a two, four, five, six. The fucking river pops, and it's a fucking three. And I almost lose my fucking shit, because now he has a straight. And the whole table felt for me, like, oh, no. And he was the guy with the chip lead, too. So, like, if I could have won that hand and kind of evened out the chips a little bit, I would have been close to being the chip lead at my own table, which means anybody knows poker knows that your chip lead, you can play a little bit more aggressive as he was doing with me. But if I could have took some of that power away from him, like, I have a really good chance to, I don't know if I would have won, but I would have came really fucking close of getting uh, a really, you know, placing, I feel like, for sure. Long story short, I was happy. I called LJ. I was like, bro, I finally got to play poker. I'm so excited. You know, I, I ended up, you know, getting down to the final two tables. You know, I got this bullshit ass hand but i almost won that if i'd have won that i would have won the whole thing he was like no way so it was all dope man um 100 happy with that you know we, we we ended up playing craps for the most part um you know we had some baller ass food anybody that goes to vegas i always eat johnny rockets burgers fries shakes you know how i get done we had this italian restaurant i had this uh baller ass pasta uh what else did i eat uh we ate the buffet of course can't think of what we ate really but i mean we ate some pretty good stuff when we were there so i can't be mad about what we ate of course you know we put a lot of sports bets on uh there was the ufc fights that we did i ended up winning uh you know uh, i think about 150 dollars with the the ufc fights i put 300 uh you know what i didn't win that much of the usc fights but the san antonio spurs shout out to the spurs i bet um on them to win and I bet on them to uh, go over their point spread. So I hit both of those. And the Rockets played the Cavaliers. And they beat the shit out of the Cavaliers. And I put I put money that they'd beat the Cavaliers. And I won that too. So I won some of my, my basketball bets. I won some of my UFC bets going into Super Bowl Sunday. I put $300 down. But I've learned my lesson. I think I've learned this before, but I forgot about it. Is I made like 20 different bets on the Super Bowl. There were so many different prop bets. Who, you know... Uh, over under three and a half field goals. Who's going to receive first? Does Tom Brady get the MVP? I mean, there was hundreds of bets that you could have made. I made about 20 bets. So the thing about making 20 small bets is you win some, you lose some. So like long story short, I put $300 with the bets. I cash out 270 So like I'm technically in the red like $30 when it comes to Super Bowl bets. But come on, guys. If you're going to bet like... Put two or three bets of $100 so you actually have the opportunity to win some good money or whatever the case was. Like, I was pretty upset that I made 20 fucking bets and I, I literally lost only 30 I mean, I'm, I'm not mad that I lost $30, you know, $30, $30, but still, like, next time or, or going forward, if you guys are listening, like, make two or three big bets and that's it. Like, I was shuffling through tickets. I'm like, oh, I haven't lost this. Did I win this? Like, it was just kind of confusing. It was my bad. It was stupid of me. But, um, Overall fun, like the game, um, 
everybody knows the game was just an awesome game like man um those super bowls like it makes you wonder we talked about this last episode but like every fucking super bowl like last year patriots are down 28 to 3 they come back and win i mean like they're like the the eagles never won a super bowl they they you know hold off the patriots like they both played such a great game like but like the eagles played like a perfect game offensively like the patriots had no answer for the eagles offense um and and that's about all she wrote with that game like it was just a really good entertaining game it was the atmosphere in vegas was just ridiculous during the super bowl the the line to bet you know on the super bowl was like over the over the corner like there's so many people trying to bet on the game it was really dope uh you know us you know we 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 told ourselves man we should make this an annual trip because it was fucking tight so i had a a blast on the on the trip again we didn't leave it was just a hundred percent burps farts uh whatever the fuck like we just some snoring like we're just some men men doing men shit betting gambling you know, whatever, playing poker, like, just on some man shit, you know what I mean, so it's all good, you know, you know how we get down, uh, but overall, really, really good trip, well, I'm glad to be back, though, like, I think everybody can agree, when you're gone, and, and like I said, you can't sleep, you sleep two or three hours, you, 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 you out of your, your, your comfort zone, I'm always happy to be back, I love San Antonio, Texas, San Antonio, baby, anybody listening that lives in San Antonio, or has lived in San Antonio, you can motherfucking relate, it's, I think it's the best city in the world, LJ says Washington, D.C. is the best city in the world, which bothers me, considering he's from Texas, like, literally bothers me, by the way, he's like, dude, I don't know, man, D.C.'s fucking tight, I'm not going to be rude just in case we have DC listeners. And DC is tight. I don't want to, I mean, just San Antonio is where it's at. Texas is where it's at. So I'm happy to be back. Um, again, he couldn't make it today. And we just had to get one out. So I had to pull a solo episode. No big deal, though. This is what the fuck I do. Um, but it's so funny. I had to go to school today. And um, I just, I, I, it's hard for me to, to grasp nerds. I mean, there's nerds. And then there's nerds, like so. There's so so. They're so nerdy that you honestly think that they're not real. Like you honestly think that that can't be serious. Like you can't be serious right now. It's just such a you know such a big nerd. Like I'm in a. I'm waiting in line for my astrology class, and I just see I see these two really bony looking white kids long hair and the guy the guy's like dude did you hear about the 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 extra credit for astrology that we can get and the guy's all like heck yeah i did dude that's freaking awesome and i'm looking like it catches my attention right the bat i'm like no this can't be real who are you trying to make laugh who are you trying to you know whatever what the fuck's really going what's really good like what's really going on and the guy's like <laughs> yeah dude so you already had me when you when you said that there was an out you know there was a little get together to talk about stars and galaxies but you're telling me that we can also drink beer too <laughs> i'm in sign me up and i'm just looking at these motherfuckers like good god smh 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 fml lol lmao lmfao all of the above like 
I was like, Jesus Christ, this can't be serious. And the guy's like, <laughs> they said it opens at 7. I'll be there at 6.30. And the guy's like, all right, I'll beat you there, I promise. And I'm like, holy shit. And, and my professor's just as nerdy. He's like, all right, guys, who's going to be there on Wednesday night? Can't wait to talk stars and galaxies with you. It's just so freaking cool. It's just, you know, we all get to just relax, drink a couple cold ones, and you can even look, you know, at the stars and be able to see them with the blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I mean, I might need to go because I'm not, I'm not, not like, I'm just not, not that knowledgeable in stars and galaxies. So it's hard for me to follow what the fuck's going on. Like, the guys are like, you know, when the stars are X amount of light years and the diaphragm, and blah, I mean, he's just going, I mean, it's just the fucking math equations, and then they start talking about, like, the, uh, the, the, the Orion and the fucking Beetlejuice, and some people know what the fuck I'm talking about right now, the Big Tipper, and, like, there's, oh, man, like, there's so much more technical shit that, that, it's not like when I seen stars and galaxies, I'm like, oh, cakewalk, piece of cake. Let's sign this up. No, this shit's like, we had a fucking 50, 50 question test today, and this shit was all hard. Like, what the fuck, dude? So I might need to be going. I might be, dude, by the end of the semester, I might be drinking a cold one with some new bros. Doubt it though, but maybe. Um, so yeah, who knows, man? I don't want to take up you know all the time again. It's kind of harder uh, to do these things when I'm by my motherfucking self though. But I'm glad to be back um, on Wax, the episode 36. Again, you already know the motherfucking drill. Social media, Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, iTunes, all of the motherfucking above. We even have a Twitter, but LJ hasn't posted since May. Holla at your boy, Jay Hen. The solo episode number two. No big motherfucking deal, though. On Wax, you already know what it is. Episode 36. Right now, listen. And if you ain't subscribed, subscribe. If you haven't left us a review, leave us a review. If you haven't typed five stars, leave us five stars. Like a post. Share a post. Comment on a post. You know, mention us in a comment. Whatever the fuck. Just support us, man. We we, 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 we appreciate that shit. All of our new listeners, we love you too. And, you know, sh- give us a shout out. You know, let us know that you listen. And we're going to motherfucking accommodate you to the best of our abilities. On Wax, the episode 36. I'm out this bitch. Bye.